Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens, and once again, back with me this week, Stephen Collins in the other chair, live in the studio, and uh, we got a lot going on. How you doing, Stephen? Uh, doing fantastic. Hope everybody out there is doing the same. I hope so, too. I mean, if they're listening to this, they, they must be doing great, but... Uh, we had a very busy weekend, and I know this show is coming out a little bit late. Uh, Memorial Day weekend kind of threw the schedule off. And then, of course, Wednesday, I lost power in half the house for half the night. So things have just been these have been crazy. So we're getting this done on a Friday afternoon before we head out to quarter midget racing tonight. Oh, I am super stoked to see those kids kick some tail tonight. Me too. It's been too long. I mean, their last race was rained out. They took the summer off, so I'm glad to be getting back out there. All right, so... This um, this weekend, very busy. We uh, were able to make it down to the Auburndale Speedway, thanks to uh, Auburndale Speedway and Rick Bristol for having us out there. Um, got a chance to announce with Rick, and I don't think Rick has had so much fun announcing uh, from what he did on Saturday night. I mean, I had him doubled over in laughter, did I not? Absolutely. It was it was something to see. I'll it, say that. It was. It, it was a great night of racing. It's a shame Mother Nature got in the way at the very, very end, but I think we got a full night of racing in. I was satisfied um, had a great time out there. So we're going to uh, kind of sum that up. We have some good notes on that. And then on a whim, instead of sitting at home watching the NASCAR race, we went out to the Volusia Speedway for some dirt track action. So we'll also cover that as well. Absolutely. So, Stephen, before we kind of get into all the recap stuff, do you know what the definition of a troll is? Uh, yeah, someone that lives under a bridge, right? Like like the little magical creatures. That's what you think of, right? Do you know what an internet troll is? But <sighs> what would be your definition of an internet troll? Hmm. Trying to think. There's too many definitions out there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But in racing, we have a lot of people who just like to troll things that they don't necessarily necessarily like or agree with or doesn't fit what they want so instead of just scrolling past and moving along they have to get on there and um just be nasty about something and here's the thing i made a post earlier this week about a race that was fake because i knew it would stir shit up and it did exactly what i wanted it to do because it proved that people will complain they'll whine moan and make themselves look like a fool over something that's not real Wait, that was fake? Yes. Oh, this podcast brought to you by the Florida Southern Ground Pounder Throwback 100 coming up February 30th of next year. That was the post, okay? And people just lost their crap because they don't think the Ground Pounders are deserving of a big race. They don't. There are people out there that don't think the Bombers deserve to be added to this week's schedule. So this post did exactly what I wanted it to do. And I'm just going to play a little clip. It's about a minute and 15 seconds long, and it does contain a little bit of language. So uh, prepare for this. This is, ladies and gentlemen, the definition of an Internet troll. Hello? Hey, Ryan. <laughs> this is Rusty Marcus. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right, Rusty. What do you got for me? Well, <laughs> I got a great idea. It's gonna be so awesome. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take the ground pounders and we're gonna run them like five hundred fucking miles. <laughs> we're not gonna pay them nothing. <laughs> 
Oh, that sounds great, Rusty. I tell you what, I got another idea. Oh, don't you worry about them ideas, Ryan. I'm the powers to be. You're the peon. You just do whatever I tell you, okay? <laughs> yeah, but Rusty, how about if we take the bomber A's and, like, run them, like, 30 laps and then bring them in, take a break, and run them another 30 laps, and at the end of it, we won't pay them anything. How's that sound? All right, I tell you what, that's such a great idea. I'm going to steal it as my own, and then you get on the Internet and hype it like it's the greatest thing there ever was, okay? <laughs> okay, Rusty, I'll talk to you later. Bye. So that was made on the post for the fake ground pounder race that I made because I looked this weekend's schedule for New Smyrna. Potential to be a great night on its own. We got the David Rogers Super Lates, got the bomber bees got the emods and the ground pounders it, it it's going to be fine it's going to be fun but i'm like you know if i'm a fan sitting back knowing i'm going to go there there might not be many late models there might be a ton i don't know maybe they just want to race now because there's so many cancellations but uh probably not going to be many bomber bees um maybe a light card maybe i don't want to go so i thought of an idea i called the track i got an idea passed to add the bombers which we used to do, we did it all last year. We added them to like every other week, okay? So I'm like, let's add the bombers, but let's not just add a standard race. Let's give them, let's give them a bit of a special. I mean, they, they deserve it. They've had almost 20 cars a week for the past, you know, for, for the entire year. And uh, so we're going to run two 15-lap segments. We're going to do points um, for each race, and whoever has the lowest amount of points wins the overall race. It's different. It's weird. It's going to be fun. But it added a race to an otherwise light card, right? Yes, it did. And the whole point about it is for the fans, for one, and for two, for the drivers to get out there. I know a lot of them, they love to get out there. They love to compete, even if it's not for points. Because at the bottom line, most people, when they come out, they're getting out there on the track because they enjoy it. Yes. And, and most of the guys that are going to come out for this exhibition race, are you're Probably your top five in points, probably not going to be there. Maybe one or two. But I know Eddie Evans isn't coming. Jim Snyder, they're, they're not coming. They have other things going on. And that's why it's not a points race, because we don't want to screw our points guys out by adding a points race. So an exhibition race added to give the fans, excuse me, to give the fans a little bit of added value this weekend and add a little bit of spice to the night. And apparently that offended this Brian fella so much that he had to just go after it and be like, Oh, you add the bomber A's, but you don't give a shit about any other division. And that was completely the opposite of the agenda for adding this race, okay? And I I try to be level with this guy, but he he's he's a troll. You know, he just goes on there to stir shit up just for his own entertainment, I guess. I mean, would you say that's his inaugural post? Yeah, yeah. That definitely, it's definitely not his annual post, but yeah, he was, he was more upset about the fact that I put the race was a, the first annual because I wanted people that were, would get a, a upset about it to think it was a, an annual thing. Uh, I knew exactly what I was doing with the wording of the post and it worked to a T and, and this guy just got all bent out of shape and, um, over it, it, it was funny. Everybody was laughing at the guy cause he didn't even understand why people were laughing at him cause he didn't even take time to read and look at the whole thing to know that it was fake and i wanted to prove a point that these internet trolls and they're they're all over the place go look at the wheel and tour page on facebook they're they're there too they're everywhere 
you get some people that are just cool. You get some people that don't like anything you do and don't say anything. That's cool. And then you got some people that are just trolls. And so this guy went and made a big deal over something that was fake. And he kept making a big deal, making a big deal, pulling at straws, trying to trying to prove that we were stupid. And the whole time he was the stupid one because he was complaining over a fake post. And that was my whole point by making that post was to prove that they will complain about anything, even if it doesn't really exist. I will say this. There are people that I will define as trolls, which are people who are going out there making comments just to get a reaction. Yes. Then there's the people that there's no pleasing. Oh, and that's also this guy. And and you know what? The, The news about the mod minis that we just got but you're going to have to listen to an interview from Ted Volpius to find out here in just a moment. Still not going to make this guy happy. And I could give two craps because I'm, we got something and I didn't think we we're going to get anything. Um, and that brings me, speaking of Tim Volpius, who we're going to have an interview with here in just a moment. Um, he put out a post of passion, of frustration. He put out a post of being just tired of not being able to race, but he did it in a way that was critical yet constructive yet getting his point across without being a dick, okay? I'm just going to say it that way because that's the way his post came across. And there were some some blatant facts in there, and, and he had every right to feel that way, and I respected his post because there's a way to be critical and constructive and to the point, and Timmy did it. So I was able to get Timmy on the phone, and we have a great interview coming up with uh, Timmy Volpius, um, His dad, Ted Volpius, known as Mr. Ministock, um, Timmy's been working on cars. He had the dominant car with Randy Anderson driving last year. They have a new car. We're going to hear all about it. And we have some big news for the Mod Minis coming up right now. All right. So on the phone with us now, we have Timmy Volpius on the line. Um, He is actually, uh, some of you may not know, but he is Ted Volpius' son, Ted Volpius' used to be called, or still is called, Mr. Mini Stock. One of the, anytime he's in a mini stock field, mod mini field, you know, is a threat to win. And he's passed down uh, some of that lineage to Timmy, who's now building really fast race cars. I mean, dominant stuff. And uh, Timmy's on the line with us now. Timmy, how you doing? Good, good, Ron. How are you? Doing very, very good. Uh, definitely glad to get you on the phone for this episode. Um, you know, we've been talking about uh, some of the craziness going on and whatnot, but you have been very active with the Mod Mini class. How, how long have you been involved with this class? Um, well, involved probably, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's fair to say probably since I was four years old, you know, is when I really started going to the racetrack with my dad. But, uh, I mean, I'm 36 now, so, you know, years and years, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I've, I've been involved in, you know, you know, my, my whole, my whole life, my whole life, my whole adult life. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all we've ever done. And I, I take it you learn pretty much everything, you know, from your father. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good. He's pretty good guy to learn from. I would say so. I, I remember when I first started working at the track and the mod minis were on the schedule, he won like every single race that year. And <laughs> I, th- I think he got tired of talking to me. It wasn't the other way around. I, I love talking to anybody who gets a win, but I think he got sick of talking to me because we kind of got into the routine. It's like, yep, I know what he's going to say. And he's like, yep, I know what he's going to ask. Um, right. And um, 
last year, I, I know you've been helping build cars and stuff for a long time, but last year you, you kind of got your hands on a car and it turned into the dominant car. You put Randy Anderson behind the wheel and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you won every race that you came out for last year. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, I, I purchased that car, um, last year from, uh, Jeff Newton, he was going dirt track racing and, uh, you know, we, we put a deal together. I bought the car from him and, you know, dad, you know, dad and I repaired it there at the shop and, you know, I, Randy and I, you know, we're pretty good friends and all. And, uh, we put a deal together. I said, ah, Randy, won't, you know, come on, come out here and we'll, uh, we'll run, you know, one race and see how it goes. And, um, man, little did we know we were going to win five in a row, you know? So it just kind of, it just kind of escalated from the first race. And we just, I mean, we, we ran, we ran great and we ran awesome. So, yeah, I mean, you guys came out of the box to the win and then just, I mean, dominated the rest of the year. And last year was a weird year. Things got interrupted with COVID and the rainouts and, you know, that goes. And it was kind of, uh, unfortunately, I, and I think a lot of this is because of COVID, but the fields were a little bit short. You know, my minis haven't always had the biggest car counts, but it seems like they were up the year before, dropped off a little bit last year. And uh, thankfully, they've picked up a little bit this year, but it's just the last couple of years have been kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of, it's been hit and miss up there for the last five or six years or so. I think, I think the last feature out there, I think we had nine cars, I think eight started. Um, but it's just, I mean, a lot of guys, you know, are, you know, having some downtime. Some people, some guys are repairing their cars, you know, some guys are just doing other stuff. And, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's a hit and miss deal. It, it um, is. And it's, it's other tracks too. I, I see mod minis. Even over at Citrus, uh, you know, they get seven or eight. So I feel like if you're getting around the eight car mark, something something's working. And that's where we've been this year, eight, nine cars. It's We've seen an uptick, and it's just seems like the last couple of uh, races, uh, the rain's gotten in the way, and that's hurt sure. because the schedule, the way you guys are on the schedule, unfortunately, this year is uh, you got a little, few less races, and those have been kind of canceled the last couple of times, which is which is frustrating for sure. But before we really touch on that, I know that uh, I've seen pictures. You've sent me some pictures. You told me some good stuff. You're working on a new car, and from what I gather, you're very excited to bring it out. Yeah, yeah, we're we're super excited about it. Uh, I bought I bought the car last year down at the Sermons Memorial in uh, Pinellas Park down there at Showtime. Um, I bought it and uh, just it's kind of spur the moment deal. Just you know, at the racetrack, you see something you like, and I just figured, heck. You know, <laughs> might as well make this guy an offer on it or something. So um, I bought it. You know, my dad and I totally went through it, um, you know, tore, tore it down to the ground, you know, redid everything on it. Um, just, you know, recently got it all put back together, and, and we're super excited about it. We we were able to test a couple of weeks ago out there at New Smyrna, and, you know, we were just seeing how everything was going to go, and we liked the results, and we're ready to get back after it, man. Yeah, and I'm excited to see it on track because it looks awesome in the pictures. Um, tell us a little bit about the the paint scheme. You got a pretty unique number on there. What uh, what's the story behind all that? Uh, it's pretty cool, you know. Um, Gary Blue, he's kind of one of my short track heroes gr growing up. You know, I remember, you know, I was telling my dad and other people. You know, I remember five, six years old being up there at New Smyrna. It might have been, you know, later than that, maybe seven or eight. I remember being up there, you know he would drive Pee Wee Griffin's car and park beside us and cut up with me when I was a little boy. You know, when you're a kid, 
you know, Gary Ballou park next to you cutting up with you. It's, it's, it's a pretty big thing. You don't, Absolutely. You don't forget stuff like that, you know, and, and unfortunately we'll probably never see Gary, you know, get behind the wheel of anything again, but it was, uh, it, it was cool. I, you know, I got to read his book and the, the, his story is just, I mean, it's just amazing. You know, the stuff that, that he went through in his career and, you know, what he's doing now, it's just, uh, I was just, it's just, uh, it's not to, you know, maybe thinking we're Gary Ballou or copying, copying him or anything like that. It's just, uh, it's, uh, it's a nice tribute. Yeah, it's a nice tribute. The number looks cool on there, and everybody knows what it's about. Mm-hmm. And the colors on the number. Um, the majority of the time that this car is going to run, uh, Randy Anderson will be driving it. We got some plans to run, you know, maybe Citrus and some Auburndale races. Um, <clears throat> we're planning on going to um, this year's Sermons Memorial with with my car, with Randy driving it, and all that as well. And um, if if you look at some of his grandfather's cars. Um, they have, uh, you know, the yellow and the orange faded in them. It's kind of a, it's got Dick Anderson's colors as far as the number goes with Gary Ballou's number. So, um, the car, the car's just neat, you know, it's, 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 it's really cool looking and anybody that's been around Florida short track racing for any period of time will appreciate the thing when they see it because they're going to know what it's all about. Absolutely. I mean, you know, people are going to see that car and they're not going to have to guess who who it's a throwback to maybe some of them will need a little nudge in the right direction maybe some of the younger fans but if you say hot jubilee you know they'll know or they'll go do the research and and you know it it, that story right there proves you just never know what influence a race car driver might have on a young kid even today i mean the guy you park to or might have kids the guy you park next to you next time you come to the track might have kids you might talk to him and become their hero I mean, yeah. that, that kind of thing has happened to me, too, and it kind of shocked somebody when I ran into him one time. But, I mean, that's that's the kind of thing that makes racing go around. Sure, sure. Heck, yeah. But, yeah, but we're, we're super pumped up about it, man. We're, I mean, it's been, you know, we were talking last night, it's been a year since we've had a car at the, well, last year at the Governor's Cup was the last time yep. that I've had, a, I've had a car at the racetrack. And, you know, we, we've had a lot of downtime and, you know, working on stuff. My dad just recently got a, you know, he just got a brand new mod mini, um, just built over by uh, Chad Pierce, Sean Bass, and his dad. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's sitting out here in my shop right now. We just we just I don't know, <laughs> got him pulled off of this and got him to build you know put my car together. So <laughs> he sacrificed his stuff to help me go racing. Yeah, that's kind of where he's been the last few years. He's been the the helper versus being out there on on the track. But man, when he straps in, he he's just the guy to watch. You know, he's going to be yeah. good. And and I, I love that that he's got a hand on so many of these cars because that that gives us so much good competition. I mean. Brad's been good. Uh, I know he helps. He's he's helped out a whole bunch of people the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, I miss him being on the track every week. But I I also understand a lot of these people, they drive for so long and then they like to help others get out there. That's how you keep it growing and and keep it going. So, um, yeah, love to see him back out there. And I know, you know, I I hate to bring this up, but, I know you've been a little frustrated, as have a lot of the mod mini guys, and it's very understandable because it 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 is yeah. disappointing that um, we you know we we haven't been able to give you any answers. And, sure. And um, I, I saw your post, and there there was somebody else who was going off about certain things and was kind of going about it the wrong way. I saw your post, and I, and I read it, 
and I, and I just I understood the passion. I understood the thought you put into the post, and what you had to say was genuine. Even though you were uh-huh. frustrated, it wasn't just it. It's not what you call bashing. It's what you know. Okay, this guy he he's got this car. He wants to race so bad. Can't get any answers. Doesn't know what's going on. Just wants to race. And I wanted to yeah. kind of get. I wanted to give you a moment to kind of talk about uh, what was going through your head just uh, in in that moment because I. I, I'm not sure if you saw my comment on the post, but I, I thought it was a good post. Right. Well, I appreciate it, you know, and like I said, I didn't put it out there to, you know, to throw jabs at, you know, the racetrack or any, anybody like that. Um, you, you know, you got to understand too, Ryan, you know, when we, when we first started racing, there was racing was racing was different around. Here. Yes. You know, you, you had Orlando, you had New Smyrna. Well, the racetrack stayed open 52 weeks a year. I think we might have took Christmas off. I can't remember. Maybe but if you're lucky. Yeah, I mean there there was a lot of racing, mm-hmm. but there there's a fine line. There's there's a lot of racing. There's too much racing and not enough racing. Right. That was too much racing. And now we've fallen to the not enough. To not enough racing. You know, I mean, we've got we had eight races on the schedule this year, and and for me, you know, I mean, I've I've got, I mean, we put our heart and souls in, in, in these race cars, yes, you, you know, and, it, and I've got, I've got a lot of money wrapped up in my car. My dad has a lot of money wrapped up in his car. All the guys we race against in the, in the mod mini division in every division, they all have money wrapped up in the race. Cars. Yes. And, you know, we've raced three times this year. I mean, we've had rain outs, we've had tire issues, we've had all kinds of stuff, but it's like, man, you know, when, when, when I'm I'm sitting here worried. Well, what if this guy sells his car? What if this you know? What if all these guys sell out, and you know we're going to go up there and just not have anybody to race against, and then they're just going to cancel us all together? It's just it's kind of a I think maybe lashing out of fear a little bit. Sure. Um, and just um, just trying to trying to see you know where we're at, you know how we can move forward from here, and what you know what we need to do. Um, I'm, I'm don't, I don't have the answers and you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm asking for them. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. So. And, and, and that's exactly what I got from your post. Whereas I read some people's stuff and it's just like, you know, you, you're not, you're going about it the wrong way. You don't quite understand. And, and sometimes it's like, they don't understand because it's, it's not made clear, but the, the way you went about it and, and I completely get it because, you know, you guys have been doing this for so long. You don't want it to go away. And I'll be honest, a couple of years ago, the Mod Minis almost went away and they, they were no, saved. I, I don't want it to go away. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a long, it's a long way to travel to go race. I think Auburndale's is the, the closest that, track yeah. to us. You know? Yeah. And I don't, so. I don't want the division to go anywhere. And I hate people that say, you know, that division's not important. I, I, I'm sorry. I've got 11, 12 divisions, whatever it is that, that run at the track that I work for. And I think every one of them is important. And, and for someone to tell me that a certain division isn't important, I can't stand that. The the late uh-huh. model guys work just as hard as you guys. You guys work just as hard as a sportsman, vice versa, and et cetera. And, and I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've been trying to work and, and get you answers. I talked to Tony DeGeorge the other day because he's just as frustrated, and, and, I, uh-huh. and I completely get it. I got some news for you, though, Timmy, which I haven't put out there yet because I knew I was going to talk to you. And I know okay. right now the track's doing their their big show as, as we record right now, but uh-huh. I've got two more ex, two extra races for the Mod Minis going on the schedule. And as soon as I'm done recording, I will put them up. I'm gonna have an announcement go out tonight. 
But I know this doesn't seem like a whole lot, but we've got two additional hey, races man. for the Mod Minis. That's awesome. The first That's one's, awesome. First one's going to be, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> first one's going to be September 25th. It will be a points race, an extra race, because the track did finally take some time, sit down and look at what's been lost for you guys. And they, mm-hmm. I, I was able to give them some names and, and tell them there's some demand. Um, so there will be an additional points race, regular distance, um, on September the 25th. And you guys have been added to Governor's Cup weekend. Mm-hmm. It'll. I'm not sure if it's Saturday or Sunday yet, um, but... We've got you on now the 25th for an extra points race, and we've got you on Governor's Cup weekend where you guys weren't original originally yeah. on. So there's there's two more races to go along with the two that are still on the schedule. So hopefully Mother Nature will play nice. Um, but that's a little bit of news. I, I hope that helps a little bit. Um, I certainly was a little bit surprised when I got the phone call that there are, are two, and I'm happy yeah, about it. Yeah. And that, that's great. I hope that um, I, I hope that everybody will um, show up. As, as I hope we can get as many as possible out there for the next couple of races. And um, I can't confirm nor deny, but maybe Governor's Cup will be a fifty. Okay, awesome, awesome. And we still have we still have the one on the eighteenth uh, next weekend too, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. You still have the right. Okay. The other ones on. Nothing else has changed. Nothing's been removed. It's just these two races have been added. So. Well, well that, that's that's good news there. You know, maybe it'll, maybe it'll you know pep some of these other guys up. Yeah, and and that's why when when I got that, that's why I reached out to you because I wanted to. I kind of wanted to not just bring you on the show so you could so we could talk about frustrating things, but give some good news too, and mm-hmm. let you know that despite what a lot of people say or think, and I get it, I understand. But we have been working on it. We've been thinking about you guys, and uh, we got you a couple extra races. And I hope they go really, really well, and and okay. can prove. Because I mean, I see it. I, I understand. Um, I I think you guys deserve more races, and um, I hope these go well, and that uh, you guys are on the schedule even more next year. Okay. Well, heck yeah. That that's uh, that's that's awesome news right there, and I appreciate it. And I think, you know, I. I you know, since, you know, we haven't raced that much this year, um, I, I think, you know, your regulars, you know, us, you know, I, I'm going to show, I'm going to be there on the 18th with, you know, with my new car. And, um, you know, there's, there's been talk about other people coming from other tracks as well. I mean, Good. we, we might could see 10 or 12 cars, you know, and, and if, and if, if we do, maybe, maybe that's a step in the right direction, you know, for our class. Absolutely. So, well, it's already I'd like been, see, I'd like to see 15 cars in every class. That'd but, be fantastic. You know, it's just, uh, well, I, I, wrote, I, get that. I wrote a little article for the website at the beginning of the year, and just from talking to people and seeing Facebook posts, I could tell there was already an uptick. And then, you know, with the limited schedule to begin with and then the rainouts, things have fallen off and people are frustrated again. So I hope that this helps, you know, kind of remind people that, um, you know, Mod Minis are still a thing at New Smyrna. Um, we want it to be successful. We want you guys to have a place to race and I'm, I'm really happy that um, I, I have this news. I'm going to be making posts about it. I'll get it all, all on the schedule. Um, I just wrapped up work and called you. So um, yeah. um, well, I'm glad to give you I, some good news. I, I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm definitely uh, – that, that is great news, and I'm sure it won't take long to get the word out to everybody. And uh, um, uh, I, I hope we have some cars. Definitely. Well – Timmy, I want to thank you uh, for taking some time out of your day, coming on the show. Um, 
it's actually a really good talk and uh, it's fun learning about your car and, and kind of getting me very excited for these uh, upcoming mod mini races. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you having me on and uh, we'll see you guys soon, man. All right. Also want to give you an opportunity if you have any sponsors or anybody you want to shout out, take a few moments yeah, and, just, and do just um, that. You just want to say, you know, we're, we're, we're coming up there on the, on the 18th. Uh, I got Jerry Simon scheduled to, you know, to drive my, drive my new, my new car for the first time. We're, awesome. we're super, we're super pumped about that. I don't think Jerry's been in a mini stock since, uh, probably 1993. And uh, that's where he started sure. too, back in the day. But, uh, but you know, we, we, we tested with him a couple weeks ago and, you know, I was more, more worried about the car being being right than, than jerry but car was good and jerry sharp as always so but uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm excited about that and um yeah i've got um i've got tony to george has helped me out you know some on, on my new car and jason reynolds over at reynolds automotive and diesel in leesburg he's he's helped us out and um uh, I, i'm self-employed i do construction work for a living um some friends of mine right here locally in the mims titusville area um, Brevard Lumber, they've, they've helped me out tremendously, you know, to get my car to the racetrack. And we're just, we're just excited, man. It's, it's been a long time since, since we've raced and, you know, we want to go out there and well, we want to go out there and win, but we want to go out there and run as good as we can. So it's, um, I just can't wait to get back to it, man. I'm, I'm pumped up. Yes, sir. I'm excited too. The next race is coming up, uh, September the 18th and hopefully we get a, a nice turnout and things continue to grow. And uh, again, Timmy, thanks for uh, taking the time to give us a call. All right, man. Have a good evening. You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So again, a big thank you to Timmy Volpius for taking some time to give us that great interview. That was uh, that might be my favorite interview since bringing the show back on. Um, also want to give a big thank you to both the Auburndale Speedway and the Volusia Speedway Park for having us out this weekend. Um an action-packed weekend full of racing for us there, Stephen, huh? Hands down. No question about it. So Auburndale Speedway uh, had twin, well, scheduled for twin super late model 50s uh, over at the Bullring, and Rick Bristol, their announcer over there, uh, he, he's, he does so much over there, and, and occasionally if uh, somebody else is free, he'll gladly give the mic and let them kind of take the show, and, and he was nice enough to patch the tours uh, since we got rained out. So we went over to, to Auburndale, and pretty good turnout. They had 17 superlates for their twin 50s, way better than a new Smyrna had uh, for their twin 50s. And it's a whole different set of circumstances over there compared to here. So it's apples to oranges, but good turnout there. 20 scramblers. Yeah, that um, was impressive. It, it really was. Um, about 15 Legends cars. I guess there's a bunch of Legends car drama we didn't know about, and they still had good car count there. Dara was there, which we, that, that's what we had. We just had fun <laughs> with that. Um, I feel like I'm missing something, but it was a uh, very, very fun day over there. It was a long day. It was hot. It was long. Um, but, uh, Steven has some good notes, um, on the action from the Auburndale Speedway. So when it comes down to it, I, I took a few, uh, took a few notes. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. Multitasking. Yeah. Something I'm not, uh, not usually too good at, um, but when it came down to it, I'll mention the qualifiers first. Love Lady came in at a 13.58 for the qualifying for the Legends. TJ Declare, 15.5. And with the, we'll just fast forward because I know 
I know things get a bit drawn out sometimes. But for the first 50 of the twin 50s, which unfortunately Mother Nature got the best of us on that. Yeah, race two did not end up happening. So all the action was in race one, and it was a damn good race. And the the thing that kills me is I, I even asked, uh, relatively speaking, I asked Chase Lovelady if he would have raced differently knowing that Rain was going to wipe out the second one. He said no. He went as hard as he could go in that first race. But you just have to wonder if driver's mentality in that first race would, would change knowing that they didn't necessarily have to bring it back with the fenders on for race number two. I mean, turning them into modifieds would have been fun been, to see. Have been all right with me, right? <laughs> but so there was an invert of three. Love Lady had the fastest time, and that put Here, uh, that put Gorham up on the pole, uh, outside pole for Gorham, right? Yes, it and did. He, he stormed away with the lead early. Oh, absolutely! He ran strong the entire race. So, here's the finish. One, two, and three. Gorham, Lovelady, Monopoly. Absolutely fantastic battle for the front. There, yeah. there's it, it was a great race because like like I mentioned, George started up front. He's he's like the king of Auburndale Speedway. That's his home track. He he's great at Pensacola, New Smyrna, wherever he goes, but Auburndale is like his playground. And when he got out in front, I'm like, man, he's gonna dominate this race, which he did, but Chase Lovelady, who qualified the fastest, ended up chasing him down rash of late cautions we even had a guy charge across the track trying to get to another driver (laughs) which was pretty crazy but (coughs) excuse me um with all those cautions at the end which you knew were probably going to happen love lady tried to make the outside work which is very tough at auburndale about had gorham with coming to the white flag slipped up on Mm -hmm. the last lap but it was a really really good race that got me pumped up for race number two because you're like okay these guys just went all out knowing they have a whole nother feature and they put on a hell of a show. So even though Mother Nature rained out race number two, I mean, the, the first race was, that was that was a good amount of action. Oh, absolutely. I was, as you were saying, I was super excited to see race number two. But the way that race number one ended, that, that alone, it could have been a single 50 night. And that would have been enough. Oh, more than enough. It was action-packed from beginning to end. It was, and those those guys, you know, I, I wish that, it, it seems like every track has their own, like, crop of drivers. Like, the Auburndale late model drivers were there. I was thinking, oh, maybe some of those guys that race at Citrus will be there, the 417 guys. Like, I was, maybe Jesse Dutelli will be here. I wish we could get Brad May to go to some of these other tracks. But the group of drivers that they had there, they did a great job. They had one major incident. Um, I think it was Kendall Anderson that got turned into the wall. Uh, Anderson, yes. Uh, Kristen Clements got kind of stacked up. Excuse my dog there. And um, it, it was like a chain reaction wreck. Anderson's, I guess they, they've been going through a lot, and tempers boiled over, and he charged across the track, which there was quite a bit of extracurricular activity on the bull ring that night. and No doubt. That made for some, you know, entertainment, if you will. But um, it, it was a wild first race, setting up for a great second race, which didn't happen. But as we've said what, two or three times now, it just – the first race was so good, it made not having the second race passable, if you will. Oh, no doubt. And the rest of the program was great. The Scramblers had like 20 cars, and they had a fight in the first heat race that ended up sending people home before the feature. So there was action all over the place there. Um, great Legends car race. Oh, um, very much so. Okay, great Legends car wreck. 
Um, there's a lot of wrecks. Um, but they have the cone rule over there, like in NASCAR, where you can choose your lane. And the guy who won the Legends car race did not have the fastest car. No. Not even close to it. And um, he used the cone rule to perfection because the leaders kept wrecking themselves. He just happened to be in the right spot. And he ended up winning the race. And uh, do you have in, the, in your notes the, the name of the driver? I can't remember offhand. I think it was like Martinez or something. I'm taking a look here. Let's see. But uh, I, I took so many notes. <laughs> I know, trying to trying to read through it all. But um, the, the Legends car race, it, it, there was a lot of wrecks, maybe too many wrecks. But the, the finish was good, a, a surprising winner in one of their biggest races of the year. Um, a, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, the, the Dara race, um, we did not get names for, for that. And, and me and Rick were just up there making up names. And this is where I, I don't think Rick Bristol has had this much fun announcing in like 20 years because he was I, I was just playing along with it. But he's like doubled over in laughter because um, they had like kind of the midget sprint cars. And we kept, yep. oh, here's the midget. And he was just doubled over. Laughing. And you two <laughs> were making me crack up. You guys had me rolling. It was great. Uh, what well, we have the tomato, the midgets. The flamethrower. The, the green goblin, the green the, mambo, whatever it was. The uh, red rider. <laughs> we just, uh, oh, the red wagon. Red the radio wagon, flyer. Yes. I don't know. We were, I think some guys had like three nicknames, but I, I literally went there just to have a good time, enjoy some racing. Um, I, I think we had more fun than we even planned to. Uh, it was a great night. I wish that second super late race would have happened. Um, but man, I, I think we both left there. Uh, on a high, if you will. Absolutely. And, and considering New Smyrna got rained out, it's great. I, I'm just so glad that, um, you know, the tracks don't necessarily have to work together, but we can all get along, if you will. And, and it was very nice to have them uh, ha have us out there to, to be part of the show. And I, I had a blast. Definitely, definitely made my Saturday night for sure. Definitely. Can't take, can't thank uh, Rick enough. Yep. It was definitely great. And then, um, if you listen back to last week's show, I think I, we, we talked about going to Auburndale or wherever we we're going to go, and then we we're going to talk about the NASCAR race. I don't know if you watched the NASCAR race or watched any of the highlights yet, but um, great race. But we decided to take the take my kids and, and, and Margo and, and you, and we went out to Volusia Speedway. And, again, thank you to uh, Volusia for having us out there, getting us in there. Um, we saw some dirt racing. It was a long night. Oh, it was. Well, we get out of there. About twelve thirty. It was after midnight. It might have been closer to one o'clock. It was like it was two by the time we got home. Um, it was definitely a long night, but they had a hundred and ten cars in the pits. Dirt racing. They're doing whatever they're doing. They're doing it right. Uh, great turnout. But I say this all the time: car count is great. You want to have as many cars as possible. The more, the merrier. But car count isn't everything. And this is not a knock on Volusia. This is not a knock on their drivers. But there were so many cautions that even our buddies, uh, Greg and Kenny, yeah, uh, uh, Skinny and Scoot, they, they scooted on out of there early because they just kept wrecking. There was so many wrecks. It was entertaining at times, but it was also frustrating. And, of course, it's always up to a track's discretion. I am not criticizing at all. You can't be safe enough during a caution. That's right. But there were, there were a few that were questionable. Absolutely. I mean, there, there was one guy who had a flat tire. You knew he was coming to the pits, and they threw the caution anyways. And, and I get it. You don't want the guy to get run over. I, I see it. You want to protect these guys. But, man, when it gets that late and they still had a long intermission, which I get it, you, you've got – they have their procedures that they follow, and they followed them. It was a great show. I'm not disappointed with the show. 
if we could have just had like two less cautions per race, it would have been just that much sweeter. You know oh, what of I mean? course. But um, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't have results uh, for any of the races. Um, we, were, we were literally just there to have a good time. I think Steven drank about uh, 17 and a half Bud Lights that night. So he had oh, a good right. It was Bush. Oh, Bush. That's right. That's what you're drinking now, too. So, <laughs> but no, we, we just went to <laughs> enjoy the races and it was great to have my daughter out there. Uh, Margo was with us. Uh, everybody was there. We, it, it was a very enjoyable night. We hung out with the LeBeaus just Absolutely. to watch the race. Just, I know, you know, I work in racing. You're, you're in the mix now, Stephen, but it, it's just nice to go and sit there and be a fan. Of course. And of, I don't have notes from that night just because. We went out just to enjoy ourselves, have fun. And we, we basically flipped a coin. Should we stay home and watch the NASCAR race at Darlington, the Southern 500, or should we go out and watch some racing we can't see otherwise? And that's what we decided to do, and I don't regret the decision. Not one second. Now, the NASCAR race was very good. Um, Danny Hamlin got his first one of the year, so I think we're at 15 winners this year compared to, like, 12 last year. Yeah, so it's it's been a great season. I know um, I know NASCAR is probably not what most people come to the show to listen to. We will talk about it uh, just based on what we sit down and watch. But um, did you go back and watch the finish? I told you to go watch the finish. Did you? I have not. I have had not. a ton going on. <coughs> understandable. Understandable. Um, so we'll talk about it. I'll tell you what happened. OK, so Denny All Hamlin right. hasn't won. He's been good this year, right? He's, he's been good, consistent, solid runner. Kyle Larson, he's been winning the races. So, of course, it came down to Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson. Well, on the last corner, you know, it's Darlington. The groove is about 30 feet wide. You're right up against the wall. Mm -hmm. Kyle Larson sent it into turn three and four and ran the wall and did not lift. He, he said this himself. I tried to video game it. He just went full throttle, used the wall to get around the racetrack and got right up to Hamlin's bumper. And they're both up in the wall nudging each other you know, trying to have one of those crazy finishes. Hamlin was able to hold them off. They were making contact the whole time. Drag race to the finish line after 500 miles at Darlington. Kyle Larson used the video game line to try to win the race. And he came up just short. Denny Hamlin gets his first win. Um, I would say it was a great Labor Day weekend of racing. Oh, no doubt. I, I will say commentary on that finish. Larson definitely used full send, never lift. Yes, that that exactly. He's like, all right, I'm either going to finish second or I'm going to win this damn thing. And he tried to win it. And I respect him for that. Um, you know, Darlington's always one of those races I love to watch. And, and it seemed like a very good race. I watched the highlights, you know, a couple. The Hendrick cars all had problems. There were some big playoff implications. Kyle Busch got in a crash, got, got fined. A lot of drama going on in the first playoff race. But uh, it was a um, it, it was a great race. It was a great time. Um you know, if we would have stayed home, we wouldn't have been disappointed either. But to get out to two different racetracks on Labor Day weekend and have a good time, I think if you're a race fan, you can't beat that. No, not at all. And not. in this, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm just so thankful to get to go to two different racetracks in one weekend. That's that's not somebody. That's not something you do every weekend. Yeah, not something. I yeah. apologize. But, uh, this weekend, plans are to be at New Smyrna. We are racing. We have late model tires. Uh, the late model guys are going to get to race super late models. Um, already have seven or eight that I know of that are going to be there and hoping hoping for a few more surprises, um, hoping for a good turnout. 
We got the E mods, which are always fun. Uh, bomber bees. See if anyone. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know what we're gonna get with the bomber bees. I never oh, know. I hope it's interesting. I, I just want to see a truck. <laughs> I had a dream last night that there were a bunch of trucks out there trying to wreck each other. I don't know why. I just. I'm excited to see what the bomber bees grow into. But that bounty's out on Shane Taurus. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what's gonna happen there. Um, Florida Southern Ground Pounders are in town again as Marco does her ground pounder dance over there listening to us. Um, got an audience today. Um, ground Pounders are there. And then we got the Bombers with the with the special race, 30 laps total, two 15-lap segments. Uh, driver that has the best, lowest score, total finish is the overall winner. It sounds convoluted. If you're confused, I'll explain it at the racetrack. But five divisions, going to be a lot of fun. So basically on the Bombers, they're playing golf. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's Bomber Golf. It's Bomber Golf. Putt-putt Bomber style. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. Don't, they'll, they'll go out there and try to hit each other. But um, Bomber's a late addition to the schedule, so I'm expecting maybe 10 to 12 cars, which will, which will be fun just for an extra addition. Um, but the plans are for next week to recap the racing at New Smyrna. Um, talk a little quarter midget racing, perhaps we're, uh, getting ready. Gotta, gotta get on out of here pretty soon and, uh, head on out to the little new Smyrna Speedway, see some great quarter midget action. And then, um, talk about, you know, NASCAR's happening Saturday night. So we'll have to watch that another time. Um, but the plan is talk some new Smyrna, talk whatever racing we end up catching. That's basically how this show goes. Definitely. Should be a, uh, should be a fun weekend. Hope you get out to whatever track you're able to. Uh, this should go up on Saturday to give you something to listen to, get you primed up for uh, for a great weekend of racing and even some football. It's football season after oh, all. Oh, I know. So, uh, one way or another, we'll have something to talk about next week. And again, thank you to Ted Vol or Ted Timmy Volpius. They they look, I swear they're like mirror images of each other. Just one's younger. Uh, big thank you to Timmy Volpius for taking some time for the interview. Thank you to uh, Stephen for taking time out of his day to come on over and add some insight to the podcast. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Stay tuned. We have some big news. We might have our first sponsor next week or in the next couple of weeks. So always exciting. Uh, This show is is growing and evolving. Thank you all for listening. Um, Go out and watch some great racing wherever you end up. And uh, talk to you next week. Have a great night, everybody.